Welcome today to Kingdom Concepts. I'm in the studio with my beautiful wife, Eliana, and we are so blessed to have you here with us today. God's accomplishing a lot of great things in this day that we are living in, and He wants you not to be a spectator. He wants you to be participating That's right. That's right. and being involved in the blessing, the blessing of living in this day. Amen. And our mission is to come alongside you, to release a word, amen, from heaven, to help you to become strengthened, empowered, and to help you to grow in your walk with That's God right. so that you can finish everything that God's called you to do, that you can finish it strong. Amen. I encourage you, if you haven't already, hit that like button and subscribe to our channel. Every Monday we have new episodes that are released, and you can also go back and do what a lot of people do, and that is binge watch. We have many, many episodes of a variety of different subject matter, things that can help your marriage, things that yes. can help you in your devotion, things that can help you, you know, deal with, you know, the, the challenges that happen in life. Amen. Those are resources that we've made for you. Amen. And today uh, we're going to be continuing what we've been talking about, and that is how to be blessed in a world that's stressed. That's right. There's a lot of challenges going on in the world, and there's a lot of trouble in and Jesus and the Word of God told us these things were going to come. Mm -hmm. um, but even though we're in the world, we don't have to be subject to those things, do we? No, we don't. And I, we just find ourselves too much being uh, allowing the cares of the world to come on us. And, you know, His Word is so good. His Amen. Word is, is truth. His Word is life to us. And when we feel ourselves, you know, coming underneath the weight of it or receiving the care of it and taking it on if we just go to the word and we uh use the skills and the and the training that we have from the word you know we're going to be overcomers we're supposed to be overcomers in this world we're supposed to Amen. be you know part of the world but not of this world and when you're not part of something you know when i go to a foreign country and i go to um you know, just a different a different country or a different experience, you know, a different city. You know, I don't talk like them. They talk differently. Mm -hmm. Their customs are different than mine. Uh, it, it's okay because it's theirs, yeah. you know. Uh, if I go to a different country, their customs are way different. Their language is different. Their mannerisms are different. But we're the same type of people. We're still humans. Yes. But they have a way of doing things. And that's the same way it is in the kingdom of God. We're here and we should have a different way of doing things, even though we're part of the same world. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, well, you know, the Bible says that the just, you know, mm -hmm. that's people that have been brought out of darkness into his marvelous light. You know, it's people that have made Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith and it's so important for us to discover what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Because if you're going to be blessed in a world that's stressed, you have to make sure that you are living in the right environment. Mm -hmm. Amen. The environment that God has created for you to thrive. And the Bible tells us that, you know, again, the just shall live by faith, you know. And faith comes from the word of God and the kingdom of God is, is God's way of doing things with his word. And so as we grow in our understanding of the word, we tap into those things that are available to people that are citizens of the kingdom. We're not trying to get heaven to give us what it has. We're in a position as citizens of heaven now because we've made Jesus our Lord. We're in a position now to where we are bringing heaven to the earth. Amen. Mm -hmm. Through us, great things are happening. And I think it's so important for us as people of God to understand that 
there's an environment where you're going to thrive. Like mm -hmm. what you were saying, you can be in different countries, you can be in different environments with different customs, and it doesn't mean that they're bad. No. It's just, it's not, it's not what's best for you That's because right. you know who you are, you know what you've been raised in, and that works for you. And God, he created us, amen, to thrive on the word of God. Right. It's no different than, you know, if you took a, a fish, you put it in oh, the yes. water, and that's the environment where a fish will thrive the most. It can thrive, it can grow, it can multiply. Uh, and like a bird, a bird does best when it's in the air. That bird can soar, it can go places other things can't. I mean, it thrives when it's in that environment. But if you take a bird and you put it in a fish's environment under the water, that bird's not going to do too well. And if you take the fish and throw it up in the air, it's not going to do that well because right. it's not the right environment. And for us as believers... If we're not living by faith, if we're not allowing the word of God to take center stage in our lives, we're going to be in this world and we're going to be affected by the things that are in this mm -hmm. world. But when you live by faith, you may be in the world, but the world has no place on you. Mm -hmm. The same things might happen around you that happen to others, but those things are not going to overpower you. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you're more than a conqueror, you know, uh, over any of those things. Well, you're looking at everything. You can have two different people, and, and this is just in the natural. You can have two different people that have this, that are looking at the same thing, mm -hmm. looking at the same thing, and have two different outlooks. It's the lens of the eye that they're looking at mm -hmm. it at. You know, I can be outside, and I could see a beautiful sunset coming down, and I could just be awed by the color, and I could be awed by just the way, how the beauty of the sunset, and the person right next to me could be sitting there complaining that the sun is going down, it's taking away, you know, the, they could be complaining, they don't like the way the hue is, and they don't like the feel of the sun, it's two different outlooks. When we're part of this world, we're looking at the same thing that the world is looking at, it, but we're looking at it out of the, the lens of God, we're looking at it up through the lens of the Word of God, and the minute that we take on a different outlook, outlook that is apart from the word, then, then it shifts us. It shifts our spirit. It shifts our heart. It shifts our, shifts our faith. It shifts so many things inside of us. It is so important that we stay grounded in the word, stay grounded in our purpose, and then we're going to be okay. Amen. And, you know, it's like what you said, you know, it's, it's where are you placing your attention? That's right. You know, what you focus on the longest is what will become the strongest. That's right in your life. And it's like, you know, um, the way that I look at vision, you know, and, and what has our attention, you know, it's kind of like a magnifying glass, mm. you know, a magnifying glass, you have this, this, this piece of glass and the sun can go through it. And I remember when we used to get the Cracker Jack boxes yes. and they'd have the, you know, the, the greatest prize was the little magnifying glass because you can go outside and you'd be setting things on fire, burning ants. And See, just... I was looking for the ring. <laughs> you yeah. wanted a ring and you wanted a magnifying glass. Because yeah. that magnifying glass, what I, what, we, what I learned with it was lights going through the glass. But when you started turning that little glass and that little magnifying glass, as you turned it and as you adjusted the vision in it, the, you know, what it would do is it would bend the light to a very fine point where you'd have this little red half moon looking thing. And once you got the vision that that, that light bent in that position, you can cause things to catch on fire. The power intensified with focus mm. as you focused it. And we are the same way. As we focus on the word of God, that's what's going to become strong. 
Again, what you focus on the most, what you give attention to the most, you know, what you seek the most, that's going to be the strongest thing in your life. And so for us as believers, as we pursue those things that are in the most important, you know, there's a lot of firsts in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And when you pursue the things that are supposed to be the first, you're going to experience success. You're going to receive what the word of God right. says you can have. And, uh, and focus will cause, like I said, you to be able to tap into more things because let's be honest, you can have different people that sit in the same church, hear the same messages, but get totally different results mm. with each one of them. That's very true. And a lot of it has to do with the focus. What do you do with the word that's being taught? What are you doing with your relationship with God? Are you just looking at him through a broad lens or are you dialing in and focusing in on him the strongest? Because that's where we found power was right. when we focused on him the longest. That's right. Amen. You want me to start right here? We were going to yeah, start here. You know, let's begin in uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. And as you're turning there, I just want to encourage you, uh, if you haven't, you can go back. You know, the last few episodes, we've been talking about this. And man, it's been a very, very good uh, source of subject matter for us to talk about because there's a lot of people that are, you know, anxious and there's a lot of people in the world that are suffering from fear and anxiety. And man, we've really shown them how to avoid those Amen. things and how to come out on top. And so that's our ambition today. Amen. So we're going to get it right by focusing on the things that are going to bring the greatest results for you right now. So you can be blessed in a world that's stressed. Amen. So let's go ahead and uh, please read that. Matthew 6, 33. It says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow will, shall take thought of, its, of the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. All right, so we see right here, and you know, I want you to read those, those the few verses you did in the Amplified. Okay, do you want me to start? Uh, Verse 33 down. Okay. But seek, aim, and strive after first all his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing things and being right. And then all these things shall take, um, all these things, wait, all taken these things together. taken together. <laughs> I lost my train of reading. <laughs> taken together will be given you besides. So do not worry or be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will have worries and anxieties of its own. Sufficient for each day is its own trouble. You know, this was Jesus speaking mm -hmm. here, and he says this, amen, seek first the kingdom of God. So that's, if you're taking notes, write that down. Amen, seek first, not second, not at the end of the day, but seek first the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is God's way of doing things, like it said in the Amplified. And we know that God's way of doing things is seed time and harvest, which is Genesis, uh, you know, chapter 8, verse 22. But... It's so important for us to understand that when you focus on the kingdom, your focus is going to be on the king. You can't have the kingdom without the king. That's the truth. You know, and so as you seek God, as you seek him, his word, it's going to re be revealed to you how God does things. I mean, how many times have we had people say, I want to know the will of God. I don't, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know the voice of God. I don't know the will of God. I don't know where to start. And we always tell them, read your Bible. Because this is God speaking. That's right. God's word is God's will. And I think it's important for us to get that right, that you have to seek first the kingdom. So that's the first thing that's, right. that's going to help you to be in this world, amen, in this world that has anxiety, in this world that's stressed out. 
this is going to provide you the opportunity to be in it, but you're going to thrive and you're going to have success. You're not going to be overcome with worrying about what's going on today as well as worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow. As you anchor your focus on the Lord, amen, he's going to show you how much he's with you. Um, and I think another thing that's very important that goes with Matthew 6, 33 is also found over in Mark chapter 12, if you wouldn't mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mark chapter 12, verse 30. This right here is so important. And again, like what I said a minute ago, you know, what you, what you seek the most, you will attract the most. Mm. You know, what you seek the most, you will attract the most. So if you're seeking the kingdom of God, that's what you're going to see showing up in your life the most is the kingdom of God. Amen. To where uh, you're going to see the results that Jesus said you should have uh, over in Mark chapter 16. You know, the, good, the great commission, you know, to where you're going to cast out devils, man. If you drink any deadly thing, it's not going to hurt you. You know, you're going to heal the sick. You're going to raise the dead. I mean, there's so much that we can do as believers. Amen. As we operate as citizens of the kingdom. But right here in Mark chapter 12, this is a master key. Mm -hmm. uh, verse 30. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. So look at this. He says, you know what? Seek first the kingdom. All right. So that's what we're doing. We're pursuing the kingdom and we're pursuing the king. And then right here, he says the first and the greatest commandment of all. You know, can I can go back to what you said? You said first we're pursuing the kingdom and we're pursuing the king. Do you think that a lot of times people get overwhelmed with things because they're pursuing the kingdom, God's way of doing things, without pursuing the king? I think that's... Because a lot of people want the big, good things of God. They want the good life. They want to live right. They want to have a moral life. But they have no time for God. They, they have no seeking God because all these things are great. They want the goodness of God without God. And, and you can't have that. You can't have the goodness of God without first seeking God. And if, if you seek God, these things happen. So just, just, I was just thinking, you know, you, you, you can't seek just the king, just God's way of doing things. You can't just seek that. You need to seek God in everything that you do. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, you and me, we train a lot of leaders, you know, not only in our church, but around the world. And we've seen so many people uh, that have done amazing, accomplished amazing things uh, for the Lord in their ministries, in their life, in their families, in their businesses, you know, and at the same time, we've seen people that haven't experienced that same degree of success and, and they can all be, be doing something for the Lord. They can yes. be serving in ministry and, and doing things for God. But the difference that I see is that there is something, amen, that sets people apart when you have people that are busy for God, doing mm -hmm. things in the kingdom, That's serving right. in ministry, right. doing things for their church, with their church, through their church. There's a difference between, you know, being busy with the things of God and being busy with God. Mm -hmm. Because you can do a lot of stuff for the Lord, but never be busy with him. Mm -hmm. And it's that's getting the cart before the horse. Your relationship with God is paramount. Mm -hmm. Everything good in this life begins and ends with how you seek him. When you pursue him, 
tremendous things happen, you know. Uh, you reap tremendous benefits when you pursue the Lord, you know, with everything that's within you. And that's why, you know, right here again, Mark chapter 12, you know, verse 30, he says, And thou shalt love, you know, I mean, look at verse 29. And this is Jesus speaking here. This is written in red. He says, The first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Mm. That means you don't have many gods. You have one God. Mm -hmm. And if you only have one, then that's what you should be seeking, and that's what you should be worshiping. It's when we allow other things to become gods in our lives that we start having problems. Mm -hmm. He goes on to say, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart. Think about that, with the center of who you are, mm -hmm. to love him with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. Mm -hmm. Now, when I read this, it was amazing um, what the Lord brought out one day, because I'm reading this. All right, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Love the Lord God with all your soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Uh -huh. And with all thy mind. And when I was like, wait a second, he already told me to love him with my soul, all my soul. That is my mind, my will, my emotions. And then he emphasizes with all your mind. And I was like, what is this? So I went to study the Greek. And when I was studying the Greek, what I found out is when he says right here to love the Lord thy God with all thy soul, he wasn't talking about that soulish realm of your mind, your will, your emotions. You know, that's what your soul is. Mm -hmm. That word soul there literally means with the very breath of life, Ooh, wow. with good. your breath, what you say to love the Lord your God with, with everything every that you speak, you know, to where that's, that's devotion right that's there, right. you know, and think about it, you know, how do we bless in a world that's stressed? Um, what's coming out your mouth has a lot to do with what that's you're going to experience in the natural. That's true. How, how much does a person's words affect, uh, their quality of life, their quality of, of, of their family, um, their future. I mean, how does what you speak have, have an effect on how well you're blessed or how, how much you're stressed? Well, I, you know, you, you've said this several times in the last four, four episodes, but I'm gonna, I want to say it again. And it says, um, you quoted this, you said this, I'm quoting you. You said, what you focus on the longest becomes the strongest. And the way that people... What people are focused on is what people are talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, recently we've been watching this show, and you have all these contestants on this show, and you could automatically, by the first episode, we know who's leaving, we know who's <laughs> going to fail. We why because what come everything is negative. Everything is is just so like woe is me kind of thing in these dire uh, straits and all this. And ev and I told I remember we're watching one episode and I. I turned on and I looked at you and I said, you know, I said, what's funny about watching this, these shows, I said, is it really, it really shows me how I am never around negative people. Mm -hmm. I said, wow. I said, I just, I said, I'm never around negative people. I said, and when people are talking negatively, I said, it's so foreign to me. Mm -hmm. It's so. Uh, it's like cussing. Yes. <laughs> and they're not cussing. It's just like, you know, it's like so foreign to have such a negative outlook mm -hmm. on life, you know, and and I wasn't like that before I got saved. No, you. I was not like that. that before I got saved, and I definitely mm -hmm. not like that being saved. So when you're around somebody that is so focused on the negative, you can tell that they're already going to fail. 
And so with what you're saying, you know, if we're focused on the things that are of God, we're not going to fail. Yeah, because, you know, you can tell that the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the, the mouth, mouth speaks. speaks. Uh -huh. So you, you really know what's going on in people's head. You know, you really know what's taking yes, center stage yes. by what comes out their mouth. You know, and people's speech will always betray That's them, right. you know, and this is the thing is that, you know, the Bible talks about how you have to renew your mind. That's right. You know, but the problem is this is that you have people that they they don't take the time to to seek first the kingdom of God. They don't give God their whole heart, their whole head, their words. And then what happens is they start entertaining things yes amen they start seeing themselves being defeated they start seeing god not fulfilling what they're hoping for and they start conditioning themselves in their mind and eventually after they've rehearsed it enough That's in their right. minds they'll start rehearsing it and giving it life with their mouth and they'll start agreeing with what they see or the negative things that they believe but they, if, they talk themselves out of winning yes they just talk mm. themselves out of winning, instead of talking yourself into victory. You know, I know that that just by saying good things, you know, and, and speaking, you know, you yeah. always hear that, speak good thoughts, you know, say good <laughs> thoughts, you know, have send me positive energy. No, it, it's, it's the fact that you're speaking the right things, saying the right things with faith. It's not just saying mm -hmm. the right things. Are you saying the right things with the faith that's backed up? Are you saying mm -hmm. the right things with the word in your heart and in your spirit so that those words that you're saying are words of life, mm -hmm. words of faith, words of affirmation, words that, that move mountains. With, our, mm -hmm. with God's very words, he created the world, you know? Yeah. And so we know that the words that come out of our mouth, the things that we say, that's how we overcome the stressed world. That's how we are set apart by this world that's so stressed. You can be in the grocery store and you, there's two people and the person that just went through the aisle is complaining, complaining, complaining. The next person that goes through the aisle is just so, so great. Mm -hmm. Me and you have fun at the grocery store when we're talking to the cashier. We just did that the other day. We're gone <laughs> talking to the cashier and we're just giving them our opinions on things that's happening in the world and the cashier's agreeing with us and we're going on and on. And the guy next to us is like, yeah, you say it. Amen. Amen. You know, <laughs> it's like all of us were in our little bubble speaking great things, mm -hmm. you know. And and you know, it's amazing when you when you're around people like that. It's mm -hmm. like it's like it, it it helps you be elevated, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, your words, you know, you can use words to build things up or you can use them to that's tear right. them down. And that's why it's so important that we honor that first commandment because if you honor the first that's commandment, right. loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength, if you do that, you will not break the other Ten Commandments. That's right. You know, you're going to do exactly what needs to be done. If you honor God, seek Him first. I mean, Jesus made it so simple. Man, if you just get that right, everything else will be right. But I think it's also important to understand that it's not enough, you know, to say the right things, but your actions say something else. That's the truth. Because, you know... You can have people that are confessing all day long, you know, uh, God's my healer, or God's my provider, while they're down at Walmart getting boxes to pack up their house because they really don't believe that mm -hmm. God's going to pay the rent, you know. And it's like your, their speech betrays them. We have to come to a place to where we understand that God and his word are one, and his word's going to work for us the same way it worked for God. And, you know, what I was reminded of right now was right here in Mark chapter 11, you know, when Jesus 
Remember him and the disciples were going through this area. He was hungry. He seen this fig tree uh, and he desired to eat fruit and the tree just produced leaves, but no figs. Yeah. The Bible says that he cursed it mm -hmm. because uh, that tree didn't want to give up its figs. Mm -hmm. And the next day when they were going by, his disciples seen that that tree was withered up at the roots and they brought it to his attention. And so in Mark chapter 11, uh, verse uh 22, Jesus answered them when they said, hey, master, look at the tree. It's withered up. And Jesus said, have faith in God or have the God kind of faith. He says, for verily I send you that whosoever, that means anyone, that shall say into the mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever mm -hmm. he said. But notice where faith has to be. It has to be not only in your mouth but it has to be in your heart. It has to be in your mind, you know? And so these things are important. Amen. So when it comes to you um, living that blessed life, amen, and reducing stress and anxiety and the pressures of this world, amen, focus on God, amen, be intentional, amen, get your eyes on Him, get your eyes on His Word, and you're going to have peace. You're going to have victory, and you're going to receive the answers that you need to be successful in this life. Amen? amen? God wants you, amen, to shine like a light in the world. He wants people to see how good He is by them seeing how good He's been to you. That's true. Amen? We love you. Thank you for being with us, and we look forward to seeing you on another episode of Kingdom Concepts.